0: This is The Ether Review, a talk show passing the components of the Ethereum Global Computing Platform and its ecosystem. Building on a basic knowledge of the blockchain, we seek to understand the mechanics behind this new generation computing network and the services it powers. Some of the discussions featured on this show are technical, while others are higher level. Aaron von Emers is a business developer who covered DevCon 1 as it was in session for Cointelegraph. His two major ventures in this space... Blockstars, and Outlier Ventures aim to rapidly develop and launch blockchain-oriented startups. Today, we discuss DevCon, business on the blockchain, and the altcoin space. Tell me about your, uh, your venture Money Circles, Aaron.
1: Uh, money Circles is about peer-to-peer lending in a group of people with, uh, with a common bond concept is pretty comparable to uh, credit unions, which are quite common in the UK and also in the, in the US. Um, it's uh, basically a cooperative organization where, for example, you could imagine that you are a fireman and there's a fireman credit union uh, or there's one in your local village. And the way that works is people deposit money in the credit union and people can lend money from the credit union. And they uh they work very well because of that common bond because you have this additional layer of of social control social connection that uh, establishes a great environment for for saving and lending now that so that concept really works but it's has limits in terms of governance it's it's quite hard to govern a, a little lightly regulated uh financial institution and Practice, We see uh, that uh, a lot of problems uh, arise uh, with that. And also, it's, it's very uh, limited in terms of scope uh, because they're all local. They don't have access to uh, users on the other side of the world who would, uh, in theory, have that same common bond and could participate in that environment. So basically, what we do with Circles is take that concept, offer it in a decentralized form, in a worldwide form. Uh, backed by uh, smart contracts on a blockchain that govern all the financial streams, the lending, the saving, the interest,
0: et cetera. That would require an external data feed, wouldn't it? Um, to establish the credibility of, uh, of the participants and, um, and things like that. How, would you, how do you manage that in a, in a decentralized fashion?
1: Yeah, exactly. There's, there are a lot of uh, external uh, sources of data that you would need to uh, uh, to combine to, to offer that service. What we did uh, up to now is create our proof of concept as a, as a private Ethereum-based blockchain. So it's not deployed on the, the public blockchain yet. Um, and we uh, leveraged a service called Uphold. Uh, which uh, offers uh, the possibility to deal with uh, fiat currencies in a very flexible way they call it cloud money they came from a bitcoin background uh, and they're they're quite connected to bitcoin still but uh, extended to a lot more possibilities Um, that is also it's a centralized service um, and it's a very transparent service so it has of course drawbacks of being centralized but it's paves the way to to show what's possible and possibly they will in the future uh develop towards a more decentralized model and possibly also other options for uh, realizing a stable currency in a purely decentralized uh form on ethereum will uh, become possible and one of them one of those other possibilities called uh, maker the maker dao was presented at Dafcon and i uh, predict that uh Various other forms of dealing with, with fiat currencies in the uh, the purely decentralized uh, Ethereum platform will become available. And the same goes for, for other data feeds, uh, like, for example, credit scoring. Um, for Money Circles, we're going to uh, support both the more traditional credit scorings uh, in sense of uh, Experian uh, et al., um, and an internal uh, credit scoring mechanism. But the, the external ones, another building block that uh, could make that possible is Oracleize, which was also presented there. It's a way to deal with external data in a semi-trusted uh, way within
0: the purely decentralized Ethereum environment. So Eyes, you see, is a fundamentally empowering technology. Absolutely, yeah. I
1: mean, once again, that's that's... That's not the only uh, the only guys uh, having a, having a go at it. It is a prominent one, but we need things like that to uh, to give Ethereum uh, a lot of uh, real hands and feet, to uh, so to say. Because smart contracts on their own are uh, are great in the sense that you have irrevocable and uh, temper evident. Uh, ways of of dealing with data and with logic. Like if it's in a smart contract, you can be sure, you can be absolutely sure. Well, let's say with a high, very high grade of reliability, that is like that. But if you're, uh, I mean, there's only so much relevant relevance to uh, to say that uh, adding two plus two is four. And what I mean by that is that you need. Exter- ways to, to, to get external data in that smart contract to give meaning to those numbers so that they actually are useful. And Oracle is one of the ways to, uh, to make that possible.
0: What other platforms or, and technologies did you encounter at DevCon that made you think there might be additional or, uh, or as of yet unforeseen uh, business models potentially out there?
1: Well, I think the, the presentation of, of Slockit was, was eye-opening. Uh, they do a, an Internet of Things uh, venture uh, based on Ethereum. And uh, I think you, you guys talked about it at the panel uh, discussion as well earlier. But uh, basically, it's, uh, the, the simplest form is a lock backed by an Ethereum contract they uh, already in their presentation now they, they, they showed this working but they really opened my eyes in that sense that you could not only use this to to make a decentralized Airbnb because you can open your lock or can have someone open your lock for money uh, but you can have it to uh, decentralized uh, renting for anything because you can put it you put a slog on your on your bike uh, you put it somewhere on the street and someone can Put in uh, ten dollars of uh, worth of ether and use your bike for 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 three hours. I mean, that's uh, without anyone going around to uh, to open the bike for you or to manage the things. And of course, it has other consequences in terms of responsibility. I mean, I would not advise anyone to start a bike rental uh, service without uh, also looking into uh, the, the 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 whole business environment around that. But the fact that that you know that would make it possible for for anyone to do such a thing. That really
0: opens possibilities that were previously definitely not possible. So, what platforms are you working on now? What business opportunities are you attempting to take advantage of? And um, did you find that there were many people on a similar similar train of thought to to yourself at DevCon?
1: Um, well, the the project that we uh, the, the next proof of concept that we are going to uh, release is uh, related to uh, to group buying and selling of uh, of goods and services. Uh, for that particular one, I have not heard a lot of not, of spe- uh, not a lot of specific uh, ideas of people who were at the same angle. Let's say I, I spoke to a lot of people who who also mentioned. Well, we have a, a blockchain development shop and. Uh, we build blockchain solutions also in a in a uh, a proof of concept uh, version of uh, fashion for for enterprises that's one i heard a lot because i mean the big enterprises uh, also hear like hey there's there's this thing going on but some of them have a bit of trouble to you know get get ahead especially if they're not so technically uh proficient Uh, so that's a lot of uh, what people did but i mean in terms of business model and decentralized that's I think less less interesting from an innovation uh, perspective. Things I mostly picked up at DEF CON were uh, that that people were on a, s- a slightly uh, more core technology level than than on the actual uh, decentralized app level. We saw many. I mean, th- there were some really high level end user usable uh, decentralized apps, but. F- uh, like a lot was f- also focused on on things that make other things possible. For example, Oracle is it's, it's a great thing to have, but it's not, uh, it's not an application in itself. It's something that makes applications possible. And then when you have that tool, you can further develop that into something that works.
0: Uh, with Money Circle, that's this idea of getting a, a large group of people together to form a credit union. And um, the other project you mentioned focused around a group of people are buying things. I wonder what is this a, a theme that you expect we'll see moving forward in um in the decentralized application and entrepreneurial space? Uh I think the aspect of, of collectiveness is uh
1: I think is important, yes.
0: So between uh, Money Circle and what was the uh, what was the name of the project that uh, was about group buying? Uh,
1: we don't have a, a, an external name for it yet, no. But it will uh, once we announce it, it will have uh, have its own name.
0: Well, between those two things, anyway, it sounds like there's this uh, there's this general trend of projects because obviously yours aren't the only that aren't the only ones that have ob- have observed this. That around getting a group of people to act as a single economic unit without necessarily having much of a, uh, an interpersonal connection. I'm wondering if you see this as a fundamental shift in the way finance is done in the world that will see writ large by platforms like Ethereum, and if you think there are many more entrepreneurial opportunities uh, using that kind of architecture.
1: Yeah, well, I think uh, a lot of the benefit in, in decentralized platforms is in that group aspect um, because, uh, I mean, uh, we always had decentralized solutions for single users, being uh, if you have a piece of software and you install it on your PC, you are the only one in uh, using yeah. that and you have full control of it, but your, uh, your possibilities are limited. Now, with, with centralized web infrastructure, uh, you had also the possibility to uh, to do things with the group together, but there would be this this single entity controlling everything and being able and actively uh, that's what's happening, changing stuff that not everybody wanted. Um, now, with decentralized technology, we have the ability to to act as a group, but it also it's also owned and controlled by the group. And I think that that offers very interesting possibilities. And um, because they were, they, they were never possible and now they are. So now we're going to see those things
0: and both in the, in the financial and non-financial areas. Do you think there will be any uh, far reaching social consequences? Uh, I mean, o- obviously, everyone, uh, everyone dreams of this kind of this utopian world of, uh, of financial equality for Developed people of developed nations and people of developing nations, but what do you see as kind of the road to this? You know, this potentially mythical utopia that um, that could be imagined when we extrapolate from these uh, from these decentralized financial um, products, shall we say?
1: Well, let's say in the. Um... The, the, the utopian version so the the, the way in this could uh, in which this could all uh, turn out uh, on the most uh, most in the most positive way uh, I, I see a lot of uh, possibilities of, of empowerment uh, where uh, individuals and communities and smaller local groups or uh, uh, smaller geographically spread groups uh, can can do things together for which they previously needed uh, a, a large financial institution or, or even a government, right? Um, so uh, I mean to, to, to get back to that uh, that very visible example of, uh, of Slokit, that's, uh that would make it possible for, for two individuals to engage in, in a small commerce commerce agreement over a single object that was for rent. And in money circles, it's a smaller or larger group that can, on their own initiative, create a group in which they can, can, uh, in a very reliable manner, uh, save and, and lend money and share the benefits and the risks. So in that sense, I mean, if you, if you look 10 years ago or, or 20 years ago, uh, that would only be possible if there were this this goodwilling uh, bank or, or credit union that was hard to set up so um i think in that sense the the the, the most positive outcome is uh, giving individuals giving small organizations small business small businesses more and more possibilities to do awesome things without needing anyone's uh permission
0: or uh structure to uh, to enable that so what does that look like on the small scale so considering our removal and time how do you see these two platforms interacting uh
1: yeah there, there could be a, a lot of of good uh um what do you call that uh good collaboration and over uh yeah cross-pollination between those two platforms um because in money circles you would have a group of people that have some sort of uh, financial union and in the the buying cooperative um you uh, do things with that so uh, th- that's one example of, of decentralized solutions working together and I think we're going to see others. Uh, another uh, idea that we're working on is on uh, decentralized dispute resolution. And of course that also plugs into the, the, the ecosystem because, okay, uh, you have this, this, this platform that is governed by, by code, which is effectively, effectively just robots that say yes or no. But what, what if there is a dispute, right? What if there there is some sort of uh, human uh, uh, judgment uh, needed? Uh, so I, I think that we're going to see like the first stage of successful dis- uh, distributed apps, decentralized app on Ethereum and otherwise are going to be um, relatively isolated. And I think then we're going to see a next wave of, of how they all interact because they reach a level of maturity for example like uh, pretty comparable to how we see this in the the, the the API way of developing now there's a lot of uh, centralized solutions that open up an API and anyone can create uh, a, a very rich application basically over weekend because uh, they just have to access these, these api's but they still require all those centralized and controlled solutions. Now, in a decentralized fashion, I think we're going to see a similar development once the basic structures and once the first generations of development of uh, decentralized applications and services are in place. And whether that's with two years or, or three years or four years, that's uh, that's uh, time is going to tell that. But uh, I think in, in general, that's the, the pattern we're going to
0: see. Cool. That's actually a really good insight. In the panel discussion that we had about devcon the guys repetitively brought up that the most interesting part of devcon was in fact the discussions that took place away from the talks did you have any discussions that you found particularly eye-opening or interesting or that opened uh, uh introduced you to to any new ideas that you hadn't encountered before
1: well, yeah, I, I shared that sentiment of of uh, I mean at least uh, as much of the the interesting stuff was going on outside of the specific presentations as there were in, as there was inside. I, I I spoke about uh, someone else. I was telling uh, to someone else. I was telling about my experiences and I I described it well. Basically, it was like a camping, you know, that feeling that. You walk around and you see your neighbor, and it's like, hey, and and everybody has this 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 sense of, of uh, we're all these weirdos on this this camping spot. And I mean that's that's, uh, but but we have a purpose. And then DevCon, it was of course the shared sentiment was, hey, this this is decentralized uh, development, um, but everyone was there about uh, about building stuff and and thinking about stuff. So for me, why well, I, I I couldn't mention any any. Uh, any one single uh, talk that I had but I mean I met so many people on and off stage and even outside of the conference uh, going for drinks and uh, and having having talks That it was it's, it's just this uh, in my memory is this this one blur of uh of very inspiring uh experiences yeah I have to make a shout out to uh, Pascal van Hecke of InnoPay who who uh who gave me the tip like two, uh, two weeks, two and a half weeks in advance. Hey, are you going to DEFCON? I said, well, I'm still doubting. And he said, yeah, but uh, the, the, the ticket price is, is good now and uh, maybe we should try it. And I said, oh, well, no, I'll just go. And uh, I mean, I'm very, very grateful for that tip because it was totally, totally worth it.
0: So do you do any writing other than just for, um, for Coin Telegraph?
1: Well, uh, I don't do as much blogging as I would like to do. I don't do as much uh, YouTube videos as I would li- would like to do. But uh, every now and then, uh, I I do one. And um, since the since my pieces for Coin Telegraph uh, on and off now, I uh, I comment on uh, on news events uh, over there. Uh, but my my focus is really on on developing blockchain. Uh, solutions and uh, and and startups and uh, building uh, building connections with people to uh, well to collaborate with on on those because our, our model is really to do many of these ideas so uh, money circles it's uh, it's an important one and uh, it has now its its own company but at a certain point it's going to uh, exist without much of our uh, influence as will be the buying cooperative as will be others so our goal is to uh to release four of these uh per year so every three months there's going to be a new centralized app on a, in a different area that's uh developed and can start to grow as, uh, as its own startup
0: wow that's amazing so how do you accelerate so rapidly from through the process of uh, conceptualizing this idea develop and developing a proof of concept and then turning it into a uh Launching it as its own startup. I mean, how, how do you make that so rapid?
1: Yeah, well, it's it's a combination of things. Like we we do a lot of uh, rapid uh, brainstorming internally, connecting with people from different industries. Uh, we have our own our development shop that that's trained and and worked in this uh, specific technology, and we consciously make this choice that uh, that we want to do many things, and that also. Uh, means that, for example, at a certain point, we can uh, we have to detach from from the individual project as well, because that's that's the other side, of course. So yeah, it's just a, a very uh, rapid collection of of ideas and 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 concepts, and also the um, very early playing with it, building it into something. to to validate both the conceptual and commercial side and the the technical side, of course, with the things that are currently
0: available. So how many people do you have in your development team?
1: Um, We're
0: currently about, um,
1: let's say, there's there's, uh, three, four people that we regularly work with, and um, we're likely going to build that out to uh, a more a uh, fixed team uh, based in Amsterdam growing to uh, three four five people uh, on, on a fixed uh, basis but that yeah well it really depends on uh, on putting a structure to that in terms of uh, investment backing and um, recurring business because of course seed funding is good and it's it's uh, it's a great way to uh, to get somewhere. And uh, at a certain point, you have to,
0: to follow that up. So uh, we're uh, we're setting up that structure right now. Do you, does your development, would you describe it as a development house or an incubator? Uh, or ha-
1: yeah, we, we call we call Outlier Ventures uh, an incubator and we call Blockstars uh, a production studio uh, and also a center of excellence in the sense of uh, we build a base of knowledge and skills on blockchains, and we concentrate that in in Blockstars. So yeah, let's uh, you, you could say uh, Block Blockstars is uh, is a production studio for uh, for blockchain businesses.
0: Because you know a lot of the stuff hasn't really been um, people don't have terminology for this. A lot of people are just like making stuff and uh, and promoting it, but they don't have a um, they don't have like a a terminology that people can. F- kind of associate with it you know do you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah exactly i uh, uh make me think of i don't know who tweeted it but uh someone around defcon uh tweeted like today i had dinner with uh, a blockchain consultant and i don't know uh decentralized application developer those job titles didn't exist two years ago and i agree i mean that's uh <laughs> It's all this, yeah. The whole concept is new, and uh, we need new, uh, new terminology for uh, for what we do and how we do it. And I, I think we're going to see a lot of that too, because I mean, for example, DAO, decentralized autonomous organization, that's a quite theoretical concept, and now it's the possibility has uh, has arrived to to really realize that. But we're not going to call those things DAOs forever. I mean, something. Something's going to come up that uh, is going to, and we're going to see uh,
0: different sorts of them as well. And they're going to get names as well. In the process of coming up with the, one of these ideas and developing it into a startup, is there a different way of going about this than you would typically go about developing an idea for, say, you know, your classic mobile application? Is there is there is there a, is there a different way of, of thinking about this? Is there a different way of uh, of brainstorming and um, and coming up with these ideas? Well,
1: surely there's overlap. Well, surely there's overlap. <coughs> um, but one uh, one aspect that does make it uh, different is, of course, the the thinking on. To what extent is this going to be a really a fully decentralized solution in the sense that we are not the only ones controlling it. Uh, another important one, especially at this stage, is still which technolo- which components are already available, which libraries, which technologies are actually there that we can work with right now and are somewhat stable and which ones do we uh, need but uh, expect to be available at a later point uh, because of course i mean the more traditional web technologies okay they are they're they're, uh, they're evolving uh, but with with blockchains it was still a stage of uh, last year there was nothing and now there is something but uh, there's still that, a lot that we need to to fully realize our
0: uh, uh, our visions when you're developing, how many, how much of the tools that you feel you need to um, to develop as, uh, how how did you describe your um, startup, your uh, block stars before? Uh,
1: production studio of blockchain businesses. So,
0: as uh, as a person operating a, a production studio of blockchain businesses, how much of the tools that you feel you could use or need? How many of those do you find them? Do you find in house, and how much of that do you see other people uh, building? I mean, is there a do you feel like some of the low hanging fruit is being picked up by uh, by other teams?
1: Yeah, so um, we uh, as as Blockstars uh, and Outlier Ventures, we uh, we consciously made the decision strategically. We are not going to build what we call infrastructure. So we're not going to build Ethereum itself, obviously, but we're also not going to build Things that are purely meant as a tool uh, to achieve other things, but we do. Um, in fact, uh, middle of last year, we 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 posted uh, a series of blog posts around uh, the building blocks that we feel are necessary to to build uh, blockchain businesses. It's it's quite funny that um, some of those, for example, were um, a good solution for identity, a good solution for reputation a stable token of exchange, and several others. Um, and basically for most of those building blocks, uh, I saw one or more initiatives to try and achieve that on Ethereum. Um, so last year we were in a stage where we saw a need and there was not a lot. And now we're at the stage where several people are, are having a, having a go at it. And I would expect that by next year, uh, we
0: several solutions are going to be really in place to uh, as more generally accepted. And when you say uh, what solutions are you specifically thinking of, or do you want to ignore, or shall we not uh, address that question?
1: Yeah, well, uh, about uh, stable token, there were several. F- firstly, there's there's several initiatives to try and mimic real world assets on the Ethereum blockchain so that you can effectively deal in dollars or deal in gold Uh, but of course you're not dealing with real gold you're dealing with with data but they uh, realized a solution to to mirror that that exists in the real world and uh, create it on the Ethereum blockchain and I think a slightly different angle to it is that taken by by uh, MakerDAO who are creating the DAI uh, stablecoin and their their explicit goal is also to create a stable token of exchange which is pegged to uh, uh, the four uh, major world uh, currencies uh, by using uh, collateral of of individual users Uh, i think that's also a a promising angle to it and well from my perspective as as an application developer and as a, a business developer we, we keep track of, of those uh, initiatives and we uh, connect to them and uh, influence them where we, uh, where we feel that it's uh, good to do so. It's, uh, it's really good to see the amount of progress that's, that's, uh, that's going on to, uh, to establish that.
0: In solutions on Ethereum, there have been a bunch of pre-Solutions, of pre-Ethereum solutions to the stable unit of exchange problem. Uh, notably from BitShares and also uh, new, the Nubits, new you know, the, it came from uh, uh, initially stemmed from the Peercoin community. Do you see any relevance to those projects? I mean, I th- it used to be something I followed closely, but I, I've um, I've kind of lost the trail a bit. Do, do you do you think that this is that Ethereum is going to be the platform for successful development of the space, or do you think that there might be room for interfacing between these different platforms?
1: I think that um, the, the, the initiatives that are building on, uh, a, like a, aiming to realize a stable coin on Ethereum are definitely going to build on the experiences of, of those previous initiatives. And, and that's a common pattern, I think, with, uh, I mean, like the, the Ethereum consensus mechanism builds on the, uh, the successes and failures of proof of work in the Bitcoin the Bitcoin blockchain, but also uh, many other initiatives in the altcoin space. Uh, it's it, the let's say the, the the experiments that have been done and that have failed or succeeded in some sense do li- deliver a lot of insight, so that. Uh, developers uh, that, that try to realize something that does that on Ethereum don't have to start from uh, from a blank slate. Uh, that said, do I think that Ethereum is going to, to make it possible to uh, to realize that? Uh, I think it has a lot of potential because it's a general purpose platform, so it doesn't limit developers too much in a point to to rapidly further evel- uh, develop their their technology. Otherwise, then, that a, uh, a previous attempt, uh, let's say the specific application being a stable coin, would be uh, hard coded in the blockchain itself. On Ethereum, you do have the possibility to make any computer program that would make it mimic a, a stable coin and make a better version of it until you have reached the point that hopefully it's, uh, it's actually going to work out.
0: Okay, so it sounds like you're a you're a real Ethereum uh, a- adherent. What's your opinion on how the development took place prior to Ethereum? How uh, how the space evolved to produce this highly generalized uh, platform, which is what Ethereum is. Obviously, you know we had other ones prior to Ethereum, Counterparty, and uh, and well, actually, Counterparty was was looked like it was going to be the really dominant solution for for quite a while. And Ethereum's come along, and it's potentially might have changed that uh, that opinion for a lot of people. How do you feel the uh, the price solutions have have led to the development of Ethereum uh, for you? And how do you feel they stack up compared to Ethereum, or, or do you know much about them? I mean, I'm aware that you came in at 2014. Is that kind of do you think that has changed your view of the space uh, to be kind of more Ethereum centric?
1: Yeah, well, uh, the moment I came in was uh, I, I feel that I, I kind of experienced the the largest altcoin explosion. So I did get a taste of that. And what I think is interesting uh, that was also related to the, the, the sentiment that previous panelists uh, shared in the altcoin space, a lot is fu- uh, uh, is concentrated on the token and its value. We have we make a new altcoin. It has certain uh, innovations, and boy oh boy, do we hope that that altcoin is going to be worth a lot. And like the, the most of the communication uh, from outsiders or from from holders, of course, is you know, it was about price and communications. Uh, of the developers themselves uh, were uh, if if not uh, themselves about price, then others would explain them as such now with with ethereum, I do see a different sentiment uh, and that's what i what I mentioned about the panelists like I, I i also i have not heard anyone speak about the price of ether at the whole one week uh defcon. It was about uh, applications, possibilities for the developments, uh, businesses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But but the value of the specific ether token was was not so interesting, and that I think is is a very important one because only then are you able to 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 get somewhere on the long term. Because I mean, making applications, making useful stuff that that's, that means something for people is so much more important than Making just the next token of exchange that has one more feature than the, than the previous one and is likely going to be have a very near zero value in, uh, in a couple of months, like uh, to, to summarize the most of the uh, unfortunate altcoin uh, developments
0: yeah, yeah, it's a bit grim <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it does uh, it does outline two very different philosophies which are. On the one point, a large group of people developing on a single platform with maximum interoperability, uh, and then on a, on the other, developing a new superior platform that has a, a, a single function. It's a bit like the ASIC model versus the general purpose computing model. I suppose that um, the fact that you're here developing, that you entered in 2014, and are now developing on Ethereum, as opposed to any other platform... Is quite indicative of how other people of a similar mindset might view the space. I mean, would you would you agree with that statement?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, like I said, we 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 do uh, have uh, we we are principally blockchain agnostic, and we use other technologies too. But Ethereum is a very important one conceptually, and I, I do think it attracts that that sentiment far more than. Than any of the of the previous uh, alternative coins, and it's uh, it's actually quite quite amusing uh, for me to every now and then do see someone uh, mention the the, the the ether price. For example, one of the comments on, on my, my I think my first DEF CON article was uh, I hope the price will rise, and I was like, what? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> what's that about? <laughs> you know, it's it's so uninteresting. It's it's much more interesting to uh, to build services to 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 give uh, ideas uh, space and uh, etc.
0: Where can people reach you find your uh, find your your writing what um, what writing you have out there and uh, and find the projects that, that you're developing.
1: Yeah, so um, best way to reach me personally is is uh, is on Twitter. That's uh, Aaron Van Amers as one word uh, with. Uh, with the ad in front, to to read about uh, the stuff we do at Blockstars, uh, it's best to have a look at uh, blockstars.io and to see the the Money Circles Proof Concept and young accompanying uh, document. People can go to moneycircles.com
0: slash proof of concept altogether. Yeah. Fantastic. Take it easy. Excellent. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Thanks again, Aaron. I was on production and editing. Show notes, credits and links can be found at letstalkbitcoin.com and on Twitter at EtherReview. We can also be reached at contact at etherreview.info.